0: everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Chaotic Queens. I'm Queen Abia and with me is Queen Mahalia. Yes, she said <laughs> Queen Mahalia. It's a start, it's a great start to the new year. Um, do you want to start off with um, something chaotic that happened this week?
1: Yeah, so happy new year everybody. Time marches on. Um, that's my chaotic thing this week is that, uh, it's the, you know, it's been that weird week between Christmas and New Year's where time doesn't exist. So I was surprised it was already our recording time (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it's felt like no time at all. Um, So that, you know, it's kind of chaotic, I guess, is the forgetting about time. (laughs) How about you?
0: Yeah, it was kind it's been a weird week. It's both been uneventful and also like time is going by really, really fast. But yeah, last night, I think I don't know if we'll really talk about this in our podcast because you didn't watch it, but I did, or tried to at least, was the Justin Bieber concert, which was supposed (laughs) to start at 11 o'clock Eastern time, and he did not get on stage until 11.45, which is insane, insane, Um, especially for the people who paid for that, which was $25, by the way. He was charging $25 for people to stream this. Of course, I found it on YouTube because I wasn't going to pay for that. And then by that time, it was like, it's useless. There's like how many more minutes until until New Year's. So it was a really weird New Year's. And I spent the day doing absolutely nothing. It doesn't even feel it's like the same day as every day.
1: Yeah, time doesn't exist. It doesn't. I'd be so (laughs) mad if I bought if I spent $25 on that. That's what I'm
0: saying. I'd be so mad. I was like, I can't imagine. And wow. It was because, like, the whole delay was apparently because of the technical issues, which is like, why didn't you prepare for that? Yeah.
1: <laughs> let's, let's, yeah, let's think about all possible outcomes here, people. Yeah, Says it's us, an you online know, we run a lot event. of events. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And he's been like promoting it and everything. Like, what did he expect? Like, did did they think like it was gonna be a little bit of people, you know, just tuning in? For <laughs> yeah, this little small concert? audience.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> for this little indie, you know, yes, up and comer. So that was that was a chaotic part of my night. That was just last night. So, <laughs> so as yeah. for the rest of what happened during this really weird week in between Christmas and New Year's. Hilaria, also Hilary Baldwin. There's been some drama, which Mahalia brought to my attention, concerning her identity. Because apparently she's taken on this Spanish persona. And Mahalia can talk more about this. She's the one who brought it up. To me, so do you want to add anything else to this?
1: (laughs) We love a grift. Let's start there. Love it. So basically, she, Hilaria or Hilaria, I'm not sure, Baldwin, married to Alec Baldwin. Basically, she. Famous
0: yoga instructor. Famous (laughs) yoga
1: instructor, Hilaria Baldwin. And we say that
0: because that's what all the articles have been referencing her as. (laughs) It's very
1: funny because they're they're trying so hard to be diplomatic about it, but it's like she's not – what she's known for is being Alec Baldwin's wife, but they don't want to say that. Yeah. You no, know, I guess she does have a career. That's great. But basically, she's based her entire, at least, famous life on having been from Spain. And she says, You know, I came here at 19 to go to NYU. And so basically, there was a tweet that went viral saying, You know, I love Hilary Baldwin's commitment to the grift of being Spanish. And so naturally, people were like, what do you mean by that? And so there's this whole long thread. And basically, she was born in Boston to two American parents who were born in America, lived in America for her entire adolescence until she did go to NYU, but she did not come from spain which has been alleged on bios on different representative sites you know show their little bio of their clients and so she's presented this way and allowed these publications and to tout her as spanish ancestry and so it's just kind of delicious to watch (laughs) it fall apart but at the same time it's i mean it's not cool because what she's doing is kind of appropriating the immigrant experience which is very important for a lot of people and it's a very brave thing so it's funny in the sense that it's not really harmful it's not like you know the Rachel Dole's all of it all like she wasn't pretending to be Latina she wasn't pretending to be black or anything like that but it's still not cool because it's still appropriating
0: <laughs> and it's also like funny because apparently she went on this Instagram rant after the news had surfaced and it was just so funny because it was so long and she didn't like she very like, like yeah she yeah. very carefully like said what she said without denying that she lied about <laughs> yes <her.
1: laughs> And that was part of the beauty of this thread. There was this one clip from um, a podcast that Hilaria was on, again, being interviewed as a Spanish person. And that's one where she does say, I came here at 19 to go to NYU. And I did know that by using this vague language, she can say, well, I didn't say from where, right? She's not saying I came from Spain to New York. She can be like, technically, she came from Massachusetts to New York. She could say, I came here at 19. But then she's asked by the podcast host, where's your, where's your family from? And she says, my family, and then she corrects herself and says, my family lives in Spain, which is not false. And that's, I think, where she's how she's kind of been getting away with it. Because then she, she just doesn't correct the publications. So technically, she's not the one saying she's from Spain. And then she can go on these interviews, and she can kind of dance around it. Because technically, her family does live in Mallorca. But they are not from Mallorca. But she's not... And I feel like when she corrected herself, I think she was gonna say my family's from Spain in a direct answer to that question but she stopped herself and she said my family lives in Mallorca which is technically true
0: it's so funny and then you also sent me this video of her I think on Good Morning America and she said how do you say uh cucumbers <laughs> trying to impersonate the fact that she didn't
1: know how to speak English yeah she's like here's a tomato and here's <laughs> a oh how do you say it? cucumber and here's a red onion and I'm like Oh
0: my God. And she like, yeah. And to like her bio to like that Instagram post that she made, she talked about how she was raised in a bilingual home, which again, that doesn't mean that you're Spanish just because you're raised to be bilingual.
1: (laughs) My theory, she went to vacation in Spain as a kid. And then now her parents live there. And so she's decided that it's home. I think yesterday she she was interviewed about this. And she said, she said, well, you know, I call Spain home because my parents live there. So if my parents moved to China, I would call China my home. And I'm like, no, that's a, that's oh a my lie. God. <laughs> so did she call herself Chinese at I, that point? Exactly. Like, that's not the real problem here. <laughs> the problem is that you took the identity Another aspect of this that I think is, it's funny, but it's also kind of sad is that her kids all have Spanish names, which pulls them in on her grift. Because even if it's just someone who appreciates Spanish culture saying, oh, I'm going to name my kids these Spanish names because I appreciate the culture. That's different than her doing that as part of her lie that she is Spanish because it perpetuates it. It's saying, I, my name is Hilaria and my kid's name is like Raphael <laughs> and I am a Spanish woman. And this kid is now half Spanish. It's like, but he's not. Well, that's yeah. Well, that's what I
0: was thinking of. I was like, are is she telling her kids that they're like half Spanish? Like,
1: and is Alec does Alec know? (laughs) That's my question. Does does Alec know? Because if he knows, then he's enabling it and giving it to his kids who didn't ask to be part of it. And then if he doesn't know, how do you react if your spouse is like, "Hey, I've been American the whole time." Like, does she do the accent at home? (laughs) <laughs> what is their dynamic
0: it's just really funny especially because Mahaley came to me with the, this news and i was like who even is
1: she <laughs> like, well that's the thing is that she's now gotten publicity i didn't i knew Alec had a wife i kind of yeah. knew the name like i recognized the name i couldn't have pointed her out in the lineup but she's getting publicity because of this i mean it's bad but it, it's still publicity i hope she apologizes to be honest so next up on our agenda i'll keep this brief but harry styles released a video today it was kind of a surprise prize for his song treat people with kindness which is what we should all do this new year. There were stills from the video including stills with Phoebe Waller-Bridge who co-stars in it. She's fabulous. The, so there was leaks leaks screenshots of this a few weeks ago and people were kind of speculating that it would be released on New Year's Eve maybe. We it's also all in black and white which he's never done. So we thought it might be cuz the stills were in black and white so we said, "Oh, maybe he's going to change into like color." Like at the end, like a Wizard of Oz thing, but he didn't. But in the video, he does full choreography. It's pretty cool. He's never done that before, and it's kind of like a '20s vibe. So it's all black and white, and he's kind of doing these old-fashioned type dance moves. The full kind of background group of of dancers, and Phoebe Waller Bridge, who's also dancing with him, and they're like matching. So yeah, it's really cool, and it was kind of a surprise. And I, I you know, I do enjoy the song. So yeah, <laughs> that's great.
0: I haven't watched yeah. it yet because of, it did come out today. Yeah. But all the time, Harry always releases great stuff. So now that we inserted our Harry content, which we always have to do every week, <laughs> um, we can move on to what we talked about actually last week, which was Bridgerton. We talked about shows that had come out, and we finally finished Bridgerton. And we have thoughts about it. First thing I'll say is I thought it was shot really well. I think I really enjoyed like the costumes and the set. I think it was really fun to like kind of escape into that world. And that was like my initial thought. And then I think plot-wise, it was really nice. It was an interesting love story and dynamic, but there was a point where I stopped liking the main character, her name's Daphne. And that's all I really say about it. In the end, like it was a happy ending, but I was just kind of like don't know how I feel about this character
1: yeah no 100% and we had a long rant discussion about it Mm -hmm. because we both finished the show around the same time and so we we discussed it it's not really something we want to talk about (laughs) on the air as it were uh, to be completely honest because it's rather upsetting from what I learned from kind of viewing the online discussion about it because that was my first reaction was to kind of see what others are saying about it too is that this is a scene that was included in the book because this is based on a book series and the book came out probably around 20 years ago kind of like late 90s or the 2000s my understanding is that even at the time people were upset with it and were not comfortable with it even though the author has said people didn't care as much when we talked about it we said writers and the production team could have kind of rewritten the scene to be less bad because the way it's written there's there's an action that happens and then the person who the action happened against is made out to be the bad guy and it just doesn't really sit well with us and there's a lot of elements social issues all tied up in that and so yeah we we weren't happy with that
0: yeah it was just one scene that was just kind of was a turning point for us but other than that you know I really enjoyed the cast especially the leading male figure
1: (laughs) Um. (laughs) yes I did follow on Instagram (laughs) I did find him yes
0: Yes, I think the cast is really, really good. I watched the show in less than twenty-four hours. Like, I just episode after episode, I just kept going. So that says a lot about how much I was into the show. I felt like also, aside from that one scene that we were talking about, I felt like the ending was very, very rushed. I was like, "Oh my God, we're at this point already! Like, how did it get to this point?" Like, felt like the beginning went at a really good pace. You know, things were happening. You know, over each episode, but then the last episode I was like wait keep in mind like the series mate was made up of only eight episodes which is why I was you know able to do it in less than 24 hours but I also feel like that hindered it a bit from you know the standpoint of how they ended the show like I think they just kind of inserted everything into that last episode to kind of end it off so that's another thing I think could have been done differently and like I asked my Haley about this I was like what are they gonna do for the next season just because of how they ended this season like it went so fast <laughs> yeah kind of like their story is over
1: yeah they definitely set up too many maybe not too many but they set up a, a lot of parallel plot even though it's th- this season is supposed to be about one couple and it kind of it does center them but there's a lot of different plots to the point where it kind of muddies the waters of, of who we're focusing on And so I believe this season was designed to be to wrap up that storyline. But then next season will be another couple's storyline, is because that's how the books go. Yeah, but I agree. I think that they could. I mean, they could have made it into a ten episode arc. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, we're not producers. We don't know. But (laughs) as the audience standpoint, yeah, definitely by the end of episode seven, I was thinking to myself, how are they going to tie all this together in one more episode? And it was a bit longer than the other episodes, but still, there's a lot of stuff, different reveals of different endings to storylines. And I was thinking to myself, like, really? That's it? (laughs) They've built this thing up and that's it? That's how they're going to show us? Okay. All right. (laughs) You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. But other than that, this was the first um, installment, I believe, for Shonda Rhimes' deal with Netflix. So I'm really excited for the other things to come because that was was a pretty good, I think, a good beginning to what's to come. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, 100%.
0: So to kind of wrap up this episode, I wanted to discuss, since this is the new year, we're going to pick one of our favorite moments that happened this past year celebrity-wise that wasn't, you know, the pandemic, of course, because <laughs> um, that's not never going to be our favorite. But yeah, so do you want to do you want to start off with what your favorite
1: moment was? Yes. So my favorite celebrity moment of 2020 was the Gal Gadot Imagine video. <laughs> <laughs> We've kind of touched on this, like, once in the podcast, I think, but just, oh my god, the level of delusion, the level of, like, <laughs> desperation. I mean, it was, like, 36 hours into lockdown in LA, and these celebrities were, like, really singing for their lives. I mean, like, oh, it was so embarrassing in the most beautiful way. There was the hidden silver lining of Gal Gadot reposting Millie Bobby Brown on her story.
0: That was the icing oh, on the just, cake. I swear it was so funny. Especially because we were still able to see it. She didn't delete yes, it. It was so she didn't story. delete it.
1: She did oh my God. It was just the laugh we all needed. Um, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> we know that they were all trying to do the right thing, but it was so tone-deaf. It was, it just, was so there tone. There they are sitting in their sitting in their mansion singing about how we shouldn't have any possessions. Oh, oh my god. god. That was I oh my gosh <laughs> especially like all the people that were included in that video amazing why was natalie portman in it we don't know why was will ferrell in it we don't know wasn't it wasn't jamie dornan in it like random yes. people all these people agreed <laughs> to
0: do it i remember then, wasn't jamie it Dorn- what didn't didn't yeah didn't one of them he, say, like, like,
1: walked it back <laughs> he was like my I don't know like my 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 agent yeah Yeah, my (laughs) agent told me to do this he was like I just went in my bathroom to avoid my kids (laughs) to sing to record his piece oh my god just and that's that's why it's my favorite because it's a gift that keeps on giving (laughs) there was like 50 (laughs) people in that video yeah I feel like many of them came came forward in quotes came forward later like (laughs) yeah, I don't know what that was. <laughs> and Cal herself, bless her heart, she tried to cover it up. She was like, you know, we, I really just wanted to do the right thing. <laughs> oh my god. I feel like that's on the level of Jennifer Aniston. We didn't talk about this. Jennifer Aniston posting her picture with her ornament. This is our first pandemic. Like, girl. Did I see didn't that? see that. No. Oh my god, you didn't see that. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, she posted a video, or not a video, a picture Of her holding this little ornament in her hand, it's supposed to be very cute. Was this recent? Yeah, this was this week. She said, she said, it says our first pandemic in like that cringy, like script, brush script font, like very Pinterest, and it says 2020, like a commemorative. I was like, first of all, why do you need it? Second of all, why does it say first? And I know she's like our first pandemic, like you know, our first Christmas or whatever. It's supposed to be cute, girl. Oh my God, about it, right? It's like the same. It's the same vibe. It's like read the room. You're rich. All right, this wasn't a problem for you. Also, why do you think that's cute? Our first pandemic? Our first pandemic? Are you kidding me? Do you even know what that means? Oh my God. She she was like, oh, it's cute. And she hit post. And I feel like that's the same vibe with with the Imagine video same energy it's like okay she wanted to be cute she wanted to be quirky she wanted to help us us little people out <laughs> please please read the room we have brains we know
0: I talked about this last night when we were on FaceTime but it was when Kim Jong-un like he faked his death so he could figure out who was the fake ones in his life that happened this year and I was just like he fully faked his death
1: that was iconic
0: that was iconic oh my god and everyone was like i mean he's a dictator and it's like really bad But like
1: this is not a pro that's so iconic
0: that's so iconic (laughs) (laughs) the way that you just fake your death just to weed out the ones who are
1: fake also the fact that he had to get someone to tell everybody that he's dead because he couldn't have done it he couldn't have been like hey guys i'm dead like see what happens (laughs) someone had to do it for him <laughs> like who was that let's hear that person <laughs> like the fake tears like oh my god dear leader is dead <laughs> oscar winning i'm sure <laughs> and, and again just to reiterate we hate kim jong-un
0: yes we do we're, we're, we're just not, the
1: action itself the action
0: funny. the behavior yeah. the <laughs> Okay, that's it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed, and Happy New Year.
1: Yeah, Happy New Year, everybody. Keep on listening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll keep on going, and there's only one semester left for us, so hopefully our chaotic lives will broaden to, to, new, oh. to new things.
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to say they were going to get better.
0: <laughs> oh. Because, like, our chaotic things are always school.
1: That's true. We're going to broaden our – we're going to make more things crazy in our lives. (laughs) Diversify.
0: Okay. We'll be here next week. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.